The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell, coast to coast. I just want to say it one time. It's been a while since I've done it. Jay Berman. Did you like that? All right. uh, We bring in uh, Mafia now, Brian Ciano. First thing I want to ask you. Uh, did you ever get over to kids' uh, half-court heave at the end of overtime that beat us in the championship game? I mean, I never did it. Yes, very quickly I did. Because I gym league. I moved on. I have other things. Yeah. That's because you don't play basketball anymore. I don't know what you play, but you don't play basketball, so it wouldn't affect you like it affects me that plays every single day of his life. So, screw you. should go join him. You go play on the Russian team. Go ahead, you backstabber. All right, uh, Connor McGregor says he's going to adjust and Pharrell and destroy the diamond. Now, he did adjust against Nate Diaz and beat his ass. Is he capable of doing it again and winning this fight, or will it ruin his career if he if he loses? Because all he does is lose anymore. Well, listen, he adjusted again. Nate, Nate Diaz and got the win, but he got a decision. Did he beat his ass? No, it had to go to the judges' scorecards. He didn't finish him off. Now, he did knock out Poirier years ago, and there is a chance he could do it again, sure. But even with the adjustments that he makes, it's going to be have to see, you know, how those adjustments work out for him because you can just assume, sure, I'm going to do what I need to do and I'm going to be fine. But this isn't, you know, four or five years, you know, of adjustments that he can make and all of a sudden he's back to fighting him. It's four or five months. So how many adjustments can you really make? And especially we talked about it last week. The big adjustment he's going to have to make is stopping those calf kicks. No one has made that adjustment yet. No one has figured out how to stop that yet in MMA. And that's something, you know, people have been working on for a couple of years now with Volkanovski pulling it out to take the crown from Holloway you know, almost two years ago now. So, sure, you can say that you're going to make those adjustments. There's no guarantee that you do. And even if you do make those adjustments, we did not see all of Poirier's game. He has the takedowns. He has the grappling. That didn't really come into play. So, sure, he'll make adjustments. He'll try to figure out what he did to go wrong. But that might not be make a difference. Poirier is still a great fighter. So just saying you're going to beat his ass because you make adjustments is kind of you know knocking this guy down. And that's not fair because he's on your level, if not higher than you right now in the fight game. Burns and Wonderboy to fight at UFC 264. Do you like that one? I like it for Wonderboy. It's a great job for him. You know, it's a great fight for him because, you know, if you look at that division, all the guys at the top of that division outside of him are guys who have been beaten up by Usman. So, you know, even the title fight we're seeing, a rematch against Monster, a guy who he beat. So now Wonderboy, who he hasn't fought on his way up there, or at least hasn't fought in a while there, is, you know, on a nice little two-fight win streak. Is he probably at the top of his game in his age, you know, the late 30s? Probably not, but he's having a nice little resurgence here. And if he gets a win over Burns, who is one of the top-rated contenders there, 
that kind of propels him into the title picture. That puts him up there, and you say, okay, well, he's beat all these guys already, so do I want to put him against Wonder Boy, or do I want to put against someone he's already beaten up? I'll put him against a new guy. So, you know, this is a good fight for Wonder Boy if he wins it, but let's not discount Burns. He's a badass. We saw what he did before he got to Usman, that win streak he was on. You know, don't be fooled by the way that he got dominated by the champ, because everybody has. Houston and Jacksonville sell out those cards in minutes. That's a great sign. Oh, it's a great sign that, you know, people still want to go to fights. I don't know if it's a great sign for people being smart and protecting themselves, as we've already seen in, you know, Texas today in, uh, you know, Arlington at that ballpark, just packed with people. I mean, I know things are getting better, but they're not safe yet. I mean, these people just selling out to put 50, 60,000 in an enclosed area. It's not smart to me. I like that you want to go. I like that you're excited to get back to live sports, but you got to be cautious, too. So uh, I know that we have a bunch of other uh, cards that are lining up, and I want to go through some of them. Uh, I want to first say uh, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 204, our satellite partners, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, Kick-Ass Station, Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline USA, and Armed Forces Radio all over the world. Hoorah, Soldier Hoorah. It's Pharrell on Coast to Coast. We're talking to Brian Ciano about the fight game like we do every day. UFC finalizing Cyril Ghosn and Volkov. That uh, looks like a violent fight. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, these two guys have been there near the top now. Of course, Volkov lost to Lewis previously, so you're not going to put him over him. You know, he's had a great performance there in his last fight to uh, finish off a legend. And then, of course, Cyril Ghosn looked mediocre against Rosenstruck. He was, you know, kind of cautious against the big man's power. He didn't want to go inside, so we got the win, but it was kind of ugly. So now he's going to go against Volkov, who's a bigger guy. It's a big striker, and he might not want to mix it up with him, but he's going to have to if he wants to get a title chance, and I might play right into Volkov's real wheelhouse. So the UFC is kicking the tires on Naganu and uh, Derek Lewis for June 12th, and uh, it sounds like that's the fight. They're not going to put John Jones in with Naganu. It is the fight because when you hear, you know, John Jones's uh, coach saying that he thinks it's worth $50 million for him to fight Francis Nagano, keep dreaming, buddy. You're never getting that in the UFC. They'll never pay someone that much like that. So if that's the kind of demands he's going to make, there's no way you're going to sit around trying to negotiate because his point of negotiation is just so much different than yours. It's a different world that you guys are living in here. So, yeah, you go with Derek Lewis, going to take the fight at a much lower rate, a guy who still deserves that title shot. You know, he actually has won a bunch of fights in the heavyweight division, unlike Jones, who's just coming in on his first fight. So, yeah, they're going to kick the tires on that, although I heard that June might be a little too soon for Nagano. They're going to try to make that, you know, fight happen as soon as they can so that maybe they still get John Jones in there later this year against Nagano. Yeah, and he's saying uh, Nagano wants to fight Tyson Fury. He needs to stop uh, drinking that Kool-Aid. Cyborg and Smith will rematch uh, in Bellator in May. Uh, How about Pitbull with that win over Sanchez in the Bellator title fight Friday? Yeah, of course, Cyborg is the second best women's fighter probably in the history. If it wasn't for Amanda Nunez, she would still be the GOAT, but she just got put down by her so easily that people forget about her too easy. And as far as the other one goes, I mean, that was a great fight on Friday. Pitbull came in there. You saw him just sitting in the middle of the cage, just waiting for Sanchez to come at him. Eventually, Sanchez got sick of, you know, just trying to circle around and then went for it. Got popped a couple times, put down, and the second that he was on his back, he got jumped on. When he tried to get back up, Pitbull got him in the guillotine, put him out cold. Uh, Herring beat up Frampton over the weekend. I want to see Keith Thurman fight Errol Spence. We'll get into some more boxing tomorrow. Great job, Mom. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I cannot believe, Carver High, that the Bulls beat the Nets. I almost fell over. Yes, a very surprising result yesterday in the NBA. 115-107. to The Bulls snapped a six-game losing streak. Zach Levine went off for 25. Well, maybe Kyrie can clear it up for you a little bit, Scotty. Uh, here he is after the game making several excuses uh, as to why the Nets lost to the Bulls yesterday. Here's Kyrie Irving. It would have been nice to have more of a, um, a grace period in the morning to get on the court um, and prepare the way we prepare at home. You know, we had 90 minutes as a team, you know, or uh, I don't know, a night, uh, was it 115 minutes to prepare before the game, you know, before anybody could get on the court. And it's just like unheard of. You know, I'm usually at the arena three and a half hours or two and a half hours before the game to get, uh, you know, locked in as well as my teammates. And today it's just one of those weird games where, Everybody schedules off, and it's an early game as it is. It's Easter for some people, uh, and, and, you know, we're playing basketball on this day. So we, it took uh, just a little bit longer for us to get it going, to get revved up, and, and it cost us. So you give the Bulls credit. But um, I feel like we did some good things, and, and we could take some positives from here as well. Whatever. Uh, they're playing the <laughs> Knicks tonight. That's all that matters. No one cares about his excuse. Like, what was that? I don't even know what that was. I, and then he, I'm hearing Durant's coming back this week. Like, I don't know what okay. you have next week. Is that next week, this week? Because, like, well, a lot of people wondered if yeah. he was going to play tonight. I think he's going to play Wednesday against the Pelicans. Yeah. The, well, the quote from Nash about next week was, I guess, on Saturday. So, I mean, I guess we could take that as this next week coming up. Um, either way, just have a playing, you know, that would, that would be nice. How about just getting on the floor and playing, uh, whenever it's actually going to be Grizzlies beat the 76ers, 116 to 100 doc rivers after the game. I think they just didn't have enough gas. They ended up beating the T wolves Saturday night where Embiid returned. He wasn't thrilled about it, but they had to play it back to back. And doc says, we just didn't have enough gas. It's not much, uh, you know, you get in the game and sometimes they guys surprise you like they, 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 they have enough in the tank or they have the mental you know toughness and enough in the tank to get through it. Uh, shoot, I was worried about last night as well. When I saw these games coming back, I honestly told our coaches, I'm worried about both of these games. And, um, you know, it was funny. I thought we started out great last night. I thought we ran out of gas in the second half last night. Uh, and it was just a carryover today. So, you know, I was hoping, you know, you just don't know how what's going to go. The shots could fall. You can get some energy. You can force some turnovers. Uh, we didn't do any of that. 
And then uh, I know Embiid wasn't even happy with his performance in his comeback game on Saturday night. He dropped 20, but he had some massive dunks in that game. Uh, you know what? It, it just doesn't even matter. Like the way they throw these games and don't try in the second half of a back-to-back, they don't even – like it's just a mess. The NBA is a mess. You know what they should do is – Remember last year when they had the bubble, they just had all these great games in the bubble and then, the you know, playoffs and then champion. They should just have their season like that now because the regular season is such a waste of everyone's time. The only reason to have regular season games whatsoever is so that we can bet and lose money. <laughs> that is pretty much the only reason they're around right now. Clippers beat the Lakers 104 to 86. Lakers are getting ready to go on a very long road trip on the East Coast here. Head coach Frank Vogel basically sums it up. We sucked yesterday. Credit to Clippers defense. You know, uh, they got up into us, and we didn't handle their pressure uh, well enough at all. Um, and when we did, we had a tough shooting night. Tough shooting night at the rim. Uh, missed nine layups, 21 shots in the paint. And, um, you know, obviously a tough shooting night at the three-point line as well. So, um, you know, we just got to play through their, uh, you know, their, their pressure and physicality more, than, you know, better than we did tonight. Um We'll get back to the drawing board tomorrow, look at the film, and, and improve for next game. Yeah, here's the drawing board. Uh, get LeBron James and Davis back on the court, and the Lakers will restore order uh, with their club because all this has shown me this whole time is that uh, they can't win without them. They just cannot win without them. They will not beat anyone without LeBron and Davis. And then Drummond, you get the three of those together, they got to, uh, you know, Probably the best team in the West, even with the Jazz, the Suns, the Nuggets, and the Clippers. If you get those three healthy, they're still the best team. Mark Gasol says that Drummond replacing him was a tough pill to swallow. Perhaps Gasol should have, I don't know, played better, and then they wouldn't have needed Drummond. Maybe because Gasol's finished. That could be the reason why uh, all of that happened. And the Clippers Clippers signed Boogie to the 10-day contract. Boogie in the mix. With the clip show here, I know how much you love Boogie, Scotty, so we'll be looking forward to seeing him running with the clips. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't run. He walks, but he, he can still dagger. He can dagger. I think his days are numbered, and I think uh, Gasol is completely finished. I mean, he just oh, looks he like stinks. a fat slob out there, a big, giant, fat, white slob. That's it. He has no game at all he's, anymore. He's finished. Celtics he hammered the Hornets. Though. He did. He yeah, did. He's a great recruiter. Celtics hammered the Hornets 116 to 86. Here's Brad Stevens. Uh, we love Brad here on Coast to Coast, and he still thinks that the Celtics, they can turn their season around. Here's Brad. We're not too far away from where we need to be on both ends of the floor. Our record hopefully will improve if we can maintain that health, but at the end of the Ron. day, Our players have all talked about, and we've all talked about constantly, everything we want to do is still in front of us. So there's no reason to get out of sorts, no reason to ride the roller coaster of, you know, if we lose, the sky is falling versus if we win, like talking about how great Romeo was in his 12 minutes. Like we're just here trying to get better. And that's, that's what we're going to try to keep doing. And hopefully we stay that way. And if we do, we might be, we might be tough to beat. I mean, is this guy for real? Like, he's just proving our point from earlier that none of this matters. Like, they don't even care if they win. He just said it. He just literally said it. 
they don't care if they win or lose. It's all they go through the motions just to get a playoff spot. And then and then they're going to get their house in order and win. I mean, he's tripping. That's what he's doing. He's tripping. And he never gets blamed for anything. That is what's so amazing in Boston. I mean, they never blame anybody. They never win. And they never and, and it's never anyone's fault that they, all they do is lose. Same with the Red Sox. The Red Sox and the Celtic. No one's ever to blame for anything. Blame the other team for winning. Never their fault. Never at all. The Nuggets beat the Magic 119 to 109. The Joker, 81st game with 10 plus dimes, passes Will Chamberlain for the most by a center in NBA history. Lonzo Ball going off last night, 27. And the Pelicans win over the Rockets. He's happy to still be in New Orleans. Hawks beat the Warriors 117 to 111. Steph Curry did play, Scotty. He had 37. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't even know that the guy's hurt the way he scores every night. I know Kerr said after the game, you can tell that Steph is hurt. Uh, 37, that's tough, but he's playing through an injury right now. He's doing what he can for the Warriors. It's just not enough. Listen, I mean, honestly, if you have 37. In a game, I don't want to hear about your bruised tailbone. I really don't. If you can't play, don't play. If you play and drop 37, I don't want to hear about how how much he's struggling. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just either play and and drop 37 and win or lose or whatever and then move on with your business. I don't want to hear about his injuries every day when he's still scoring 37. That's a nice night. Speaking of blowouts, uh, NBA history was made on Saturday. It was the first time there was three games – of 40-plus point blowouts on the same day. The Knicks blew out the Pistons, the Jazz blew out the Magic, and Portland blew out OKC. So a bunch of non-competitive games on Saturday. Pacers did beat the Spurs in overtime, 139-133. to Bucks beat the Kings, 129-128. to Gordon Hayward um, always hurt. Like I just feel like every two months we do a Gordon Hayward is hurt yeah. again story. Uh, down with the foot sprain, four weeks. So no ball. And no Hayward for the Hornets as they try to make this little playoff push here. Drew Holiday signs a four-year extension with the Bucks. He gets a cool 160 mil. Rockets wave Ben McLemore. Grant Hill will be the new director of USA Basketball. Takes over for Colangelo. And we have a lot of games tonight, Scotty, including the Knicks and the Nets, which we'll talk about when we come back. That sounds violent. And what a gig for Grant Hill. Cushy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Carver High, we got some NBA rack tonight. We got to win some bets. Yes, we do. We have seven games tonight in the NBA. They are not worried about the college basketball championship game. They keep rolling in the association. The Cavs in San Antonio against the Spurs. Minus nine for the Spurs at home. The Pistons are three-point road favorites in OKC. You don't see that very often. The Knicks and the Nets tonight in Brooklyn. Knicks getting six as they go across the river. The Kings are four-point road favorites in Minnesota against the T-Wolves tonight. All right, I'm going to take the Kings on the road. I think the uh, Timberwolves are awful. I got it at two. It moved to four. That's because everybody pounced on it. Uh, The Knicks always play the Nets tough, right? This is as good a rivalry as you get. They hate each other's guts. It's usually a great game. I'm going to take the number. I'll take that six spot. Nets win, Knicks cover. And then I'm going to actually take OKC at the Chesapeake tonight over the Pistons on the road. I think the Pistons are better, but I, I think the Thunder will beat them. And then uh, the Spurs, I got it at nine. It's nine and a half now on FanDuel. I'm laying it. I think they'll destroy the Cavs tonight in San Antonio off the Riverwalk. Also tonight, the Jazz are in Dallas against the Mavericks. They are minus five road favorites. The Wizards into Tampa to take on the Raptors. Minus five for the Raptors, Suns, and the Rockets in Houston tonight. D-Book and company, 14-point road favorites. Yeah, I got it at 11 when it opened up. I like the Suns. Uh, At 14, it gets sketchy, but I I do think they'll destroy the Rockets. Uh, So I laid it, and then uh, I took Jazz to win, but Mavs to cover that five. And then I'm taking the Raptors to beat the Wizards in uh, Tampa, lay the five. So there you go, NBA action tonight. And they actually are avoiding the college game pretty much, Scotty. There are no late-night games. There's no 9 or 10 o'clock games in the NBA. All those games are 7 or 8 o'clock Eastern starts. All should be over with enough time that if you want to watch at least all or the second half of the college hoop game, you can get your NBA in. Yes, timeout. One other what do you thing. Uh, yeah, yes. Timeout, number one. I, I just, you know, it's hard to bet. On because I'm noticing now, I really am, uh, over the weekend, the amount of teams in the NBA that are just literally throwing games and going through the yes. motions. It makes it very uh, difficult to bet on games when you know uh, half of the teams that show up don't give a rat's ass about the game at all. And they, I mean, Saturday night you had three 40 point blowouts. I mean, yep. these teams don't even try, they're literally paycheck games, they're getting paid to lose. And they don't care. And believe me when I tell you, they do not give a rat's ass about losing. And they will just lay down and lose by 20 or 30. It makes it really hard to bet on the NBA these days because a lot of teams are quitting. No, you're absolutely right. It's tough, uh, especially like you mentioned. When you see games like Saturday night and you got 40-point blowouts, uh, you know that there's not a lot of effort being put in in some of these games. Big trade in the NFL, just as we were starting the show today here on Coast to Coast, the Jets – have moved Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers for a sixth-round pick in this month's draft and a second and a fourth-round pick in next year's 2022 draft. So the Jets uh, now, Scotty, it seems, are have their sights set with the second overall pick. They are going to take a quarterback, sounds like most likely, Zach Wilson from BYU, 
and Sam Darnold on his way to Carolina, where he will be part uh, of a pretty good offensive group there with McCaffrey and his old friend Robbie Anderson, who used to play with him from the Jets. So what's the deal? Teddy's still there, and he's going to have to compete with Teddy for that gig, and he's going to uh, allegedly win that gig? I don't know if he's better than Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, let's face it. They gave him enough time in New York. He sucks. That's all there is to it. And the picks they got back for him prove it, a uh, 6-4-2. All I know is I think he's going to be in a better situation for himself down there where he can kind of start over. New York, they just chew you, spit you out. I think the kid, Zach Wilson, it's a done deal that they're drafting him. Let's just stop with all this other nonsense. Okay, so here's the deal. He's going to be running for his life on week one when he starts for the Jets. That poor kid, oh, my God, he's going to wish he was back with the Mormons praying to God because he's going to need him uh, when he's playing for the Jets and no one protects him and he's running for his life. And I said the same thing to you in the break. Trevor Lawrence, he's going to be running for his life too because the Jacksonville Jaguars are ass. And so when you play on an ass team, you're going to be running so your ass isn't beat on. And so I'm not buying him either. I'm not buying either one of them. I think their first year in the league is going to be a nightmare. No, listen, the success rate is low. Uh, It is hard to hit on these top quarterback picks. Not everyone ends up being great. Uh, Sam Darnold, the case, a lot of people say that he did not have enough help with the Jets. Uh, We'll see if his fortunes change down in Carolina, and I bet that they move on from Bridgewater. I bet they're going to play Darnold down in Carolina. That's just me, gut feeling. I think that they're going to try and play Darnold here uh, with this team. Hockey now, Scotty. Uh, Lots of good games over the weekend. The Wild, uh, very impressed with Minnesota, taking both games in Vegas on Thursday and Saturday. Nice job by them. Buffalo beat the Rangers in a shootout on Saturday night. Uh, and then uh, the Wings, we got to talk about the Wings here for a second. They beat the Lightning yesterday. They were plus 380 dogs in Tampa. And this is the, nobody knew the Lightning weren't going to have any of their goalies. They had Christopher Gibson, an AHL goalie, start for them yesterday. And the Red Wings end up beating the Lightning 5-1 to one on national TV on Easter Sunday. <laughs> Wasn't Grice the goalie for the Red Wings? Grice was the goalie for the Red Wings, and Christopher Gibson was the goalie for Tampa, uh, who was an old Islander AHL goalie. He plays in the minors, and I guess Vasilevsky and McElhaney both were out. Uh, So there you go. Chris Gibson gets lit up by the Red Wings on NBC yesterday afternoon. Bad situation with the Canucks. We mentioned on Friday that they were having some COVID issues. They have over 20 members of the organization, players, coaches, staff, that have all now tested positive for COVID. Uh, as of now, they're supposed to maybe play again on Thursday. That's not going to happen. I just don't see it. Uh, it could be another week, week and a half before the Canucks get back on the ice, Scotty. I just hope Morenzi's okay. I mean, I don't care about yeah. the Canucks. I mean, if it's going around Vancouver like that, don't go to the bar, Morenzi. Stay in your pad. Smoke a hookah. <laughs> Do anything. Don't go near the Canucks games. Don't go near the bar. It's everywhere. The Hanta. The Capitals completed an eight-game sweep of the Devils this season. They go a perfect 8-0 and against New Jersey. Uh, Samsonoff played excellent in goal for them yesterday. Uh, the Devils sat out Kyle Palmieri. Uh, they are looking to trade him. The trade deadline, Scotty, a week away. Next Monday, the NHL trade deadline, and the Devils are sitting Palmieri. They are hoping to find a trade partner for him. I am sure that they will. Stars coach Rick Bonus. 
left the game after the second period last night due to COVID protocols. Uh, Haven't gotten more word on this yet today. He's fully vaccinated, uh, but they pulled him from the game. So (laughs) we'll see. I don't know what what the deal is with Coach Bonus, but they are trying to be as safe as possible, especially with everything going on with the Canucks right now in the NHL. Uh, That is what they're trying to do. And did you watch any of the crazy Penguin-Bruin game on Saturday afternoon? Uh, It was a wild game. The Bruins did end up winning, but a good back and forth between the Pens and the Bruins. Yeah, the uh, Penguins beat him on whatever uh, the night before. Thursday, yeah. Uh, and then I bet on the Penguins in that one. I took the Bruins on Saturday, and they won that game 7-5. I didn't watch, though. I didn't watch any of that, like, Red Wings or Penguin games or anything uh, this weekend. I didn't I didn't get into any of that. I, can you imagine, like, watching the Red Wings and the Lightning with all those hack backup goalies playing? How, how are their ratings? <laughs> A zero? They t- could not have done well yesterday on NBC with uh, Christopher Gibson in between the pipes for Tampa Bay. Tonight, good slate. Let's start. Oilers and Canadians. Connor McDavid visits Montreal. The Habs, minus 136. They are the home favorite. Ottawa into Winnipeg tonight. The Jets, the big favorite. Ottawa, another win for them on Saturday night, Sky. They beat the Canadians Saturday night in Montreal. So Ottawa continues to surprise every now and then the Flyers and the Bruins uh, tonight in Boston, minus 176 for the Bees. Avalanche and Minnesota, game of the night. We know how good Colorado has been playing. Minnesota also, after the two wins in Vegas, they return home where they have been excellent this year. Good one between the Avs and the Wild at the XL tonight. Yeah, I mean, what, they win 10 in a row at home? They don't lose at home. I'm going to bet on the Wild. Uh, I think the Avs are better. They should win, but uh, the Wild just don't give it up at home. I'll take many. I'm on the Bruins. I'm still taking Pharrella Peg, and I'm going Oilers over to Habs at the Bell Center in Montreal. Hey, la boo, huh? But wait, there's more. Vegas, after those losses to the Wild we just mentioned, they are in St. Louis tonight to take on the Blues. Uh, you can actually get Vegas minus 142, road favorite here. Maple Leafs had a late win against Calgary last night. They run it back, true back-to-back in Calgary. The Leafs and the Flames, Leafs are favorite on the road. And the Arizona Coyotes and the Kings coming off getting swept at home by the Sharks over the weekend. They host Arizona. They are minus 136 favorite. I like Vegas to win in St. Louis. I don't know what's happened to the Blues. Uh, I'm a little leery on the Leafs back-to-back against the Flames. I'd take that goal and a half if I were you uh, with the Flames tonight at home. I still bet on the Leafs to win the game. I'm not feeling good about that at all. I'd rather take the goal and a half. And then I'm going to go with the Kings tonight over the Coyotes. They both suck. <laughs> they they do both suck. I don't know if you have the Indians and the Royals on, Scotty, but this Fran Mil Reyes from the Indians – I think he's trying to pass our boy, the Panda, Pablo Sandoval, as the largest man in Major League Baseball. Fran Mil Reyes is trying to do it. He's trying to be the fattest guy in the league. He's working on it. We'll see if he can what figure it out by the end of the play? year. He's an out, he's a DH, DH outfielder. Does a little bit of both. But he's big. He's a big boy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. your boy Carver High in here. Uh, we always love hooking up with Gopher to two. Gopher Jin. <laughs> Joe Lisi uh, joins us to talk uh, about our gambling problems and the NCAA title game tonight. But I want to start, Joe, because you're such a football freak and you uh, came on and the first thing you started talking about was when does football start? So I'm going to start with football. I was just talking about Trevor Lawrence and this kid Wilson from BYU, and I said he was going to have to go pray with the Mormons. Uh, no, no offense intended. He's going to have to go pray with the Mormons. Believe me, he's going to go pray with the Mormons because he's starting for the Jets now, week one. And I said he's going to be running for his life. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be running for his life too, playing for that ass-crack team down in Jacksonville. <laughs> Well, let me just say this, Scotty. Best news of the day. Sam Darnold moving over to Carolina with Matt Rule. I love the fact that the Jets will probably take Zach Wilson from BYU because I said it. He's a raw, inconsistent quarterback. I think he's overhyped. And as a Dolphin fan, I can't wait to plant his head into the turf in the Meadowlands. So let's get it on. <laughs> ah, he's going to plant his head into the turf. <laughs> <laughs> Stick him in the ground. Put him in That's a body it. bag. How do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to do uh, in Jacksonville? Well, I think he'll do good in a couple of years. Clearly, I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. You know, arm strength, his ability and mobility on the perimeter. But it's not going to be a one-year fix. I mean, we saw the pieces around Gardner Minshew and some of the other quarterbacks there uh, in Jacksonville last year. And again, Mike Lennon did not get it done with those wideouts, you know, in Jacksonville. I think it's a two- or three-year fix. But I think he'll do, you know, well from a fantasy perspective. I think he'll put up numbers in year number one. I think he's clearly the best quarterback NFL ready to come in right now and make dividends for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the word today was that the Falcons were going to trade that number four pick. Would you uh, draft Justin Fields or would you trade that pick right now? I'm a big Justin Fields believer. I think clearly, in my opinion, second best quarterback in this draft. I have it a little bit differently. I go Lawrence Fields, Mac Jones, Wilson, and Trey Lance. I think Fields is a dynamic playmaker, completed 70% of his passes, did it on a big stage, lit up Clemson's defense in the semifinal playoff game, six touchdowns. He has huge upside, and, and in my opinion, 
he is definitely head and shoulders above where Trey Lance is right here, right now. If I'm the Atlanta Falcons, I'm taking Justin Fields over any other quarterback that's available at that spot. So why in God's name would they trade that pick and think that they're fine with Matt Ryan, where if you look at Matt Ryan since that humiliating loss to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, which wasn't his fault, but they all lost together. But ever since then, he's been terrible, hasn't he? Yeah, and he looks like an old quarterback. He looks like a a weathered old quarterback at this point in of his career. He puts up numbers from a fantasy perspective inconsistently, week after week. Yeah, he might throw for 20 touchdown passes, but in a big spot, in a big game, you can't count on Matt Ryan. And, you know, he's a prototypical dropback passer. You know where he's going to be. If the offensive line breaks down, you could hit him. You could throw him off his mark, and that's not the NFL today so not sure the route that Atlanta wants to go but clearly I think they would have a dynamic playmaker if they did uh, select Justin Fields in the upcoming draft yeah and then let Ryan work with him for a year and then uh, eventually he becomes the future in Atlanta and I think he'd fit there like a glove I really do believe he would do well in Atlanta uh, and and he'd love Atlanta. I think he'd fit right in there, not only with the team, but with the city, uh, with the fans. I think he'd be fantastic there. I think they're making a huge mistake if they trade down uh, when they already have a quarterback problem. All right, let's talk about basketball, Joe. Tonight, <laughs> uh, for the world, the two best teams in college basketball are going at it. Let's go back. We've already gone through the litany of excuses from me on uh, what happened on Saturday in the semis. And uh, we've talked about it with uh, Cousin Sal, and we went on and on, Carver High and I. I'd like to see what you thought of the UCLA-Gonzaga game. And then there's really not much to say about Baylor kicking Houston's ass. So just take me back to what you thought of the Bruins' effort against the Zags. I thought the game plan was perfect. You know, Juzang and the crew, they took the ball in terms of time and possession off the clock. They worked for their shots and and they took it to Gonzaga and they, you know, took it to them under the boards as well. And I think Baylor's going to have to do that in this matchup, you know. It's unfortunate, the the game in terms of UCLA, because I thought they were in striking distance from start to finish. They should have won that game. And in the end, Suggs pulls off the miracle. But now here we are. I think Baylor just goes in. I think they bang them. And at the end of the day, I go in with the better defensive team. I'm sticking with the Baylor Bears. I thought it would be Houston. Credit Drew and the crew. They dominated that matchup from start to finish. But I did say that the winner of that ball game would ultimately be the national champ. I think it is the Baylor Bears. I think defense wins. And I think Baylor does have the better defense heading into this ball game tonight. I think they, uh, you know, I'm with you, Joe. Uh, I'm totally with you on this game, but I'm scared to death of, of Gonzaga. And I think they're on par in concert with one another defensively. Uh, the difference in points allowed is like three or four points. I think, you know, Baylor being the better, by I think they allow 65, the other one's 69. But you're talking about at the highest level in the in the highest pressure game ever, I think it's a little different than those numbers that we see, like right here, uh, you know, the the breakdown of their opponent's points per game and everything else. I mean, the bottom line is three points per game, 10 and seven. I mean, I don't even know what that is. All I know is Baylor shoots the three, in my opinion, better than Gonzaga. 
and I think they're both uh, great defensively. I said earlier, I want to know your opinion of this. I think the key to the game is the refs. If they're going to call ticky-tack fouls on guys like Mitchell that are he's the most splendid defender I think I've seen in years, they got to let him play. They got to let him hand check. They got to let him get his hands in there and try to disrupt Suggs. And if they're going to call a bunch of fouls on him, I think Baylor will be screwed. Yeah, that's a great point, Scotty. And I agree with you with Mitchell. I think he's the spark plug for the Baylor offense and defense. He is just a high-intensity type of player. I mean, he gets you in your face. He's playing his A game on both sides of the ball in every big game. I mean, 11 assists, 12 points on Saturday afternoon. He was the main reason why they jumped out to a 25-point lead at half over Houston. So I agree with you. If they're going to not call a lot of fouls in this ballgame, I think Baylor's going to be in it, and I think they pull it out in the end. I think this game's going down to the last five minutes, but if you're right, where they start calling fouls within the first eight minutes and Baylor's in foul trouble, then Timmy and the crew could take over, but I just don't expect it. If you watch that UCLA game, they didn't call fouls until the last five minutes. Some bad ones as well, but we'll see how it plays out tonight. They cannot let uh, Gonzaga have five guys in double figures. In my opinion, they have to shut down Kispert and Suggs. I think they need to devote their lives to that as opposed to trying to stop a guy that I think is basically unstoppable with his footwork and body work in the block. And Timmy, I would go after Kispert and Suggs, shut them down. I thought Suggs was so high after hitting that shot the other night. So on top of the world, so lit, probably couldn't sleep the whole deal uh, that my goal would be to get in his face, shut him down, take his glorified celebration. I mean, the guy hit a lucky half-court shot, and now he's on top of the world. Shut his ass down, and that's how you beat Gonzaga. No, that's a great point. And and Mayer, I think, has a big, big part of this offense and defense tonight. He's a lanky kid. They got into right. Suggs's face. UCLA did uh, Saturday night. You know, they banged him around a little bit, forced him to dive for balls. He hurt his hand. Same type of recipe tonight. But look for Teague. Look for Mayer to step up. I actually like Mayer's point total. Also like Mitchell's point total over 14 and a half tonight for the Baylor Bears. Hey, uh, Joe Lisi with us. Go for the two on uh, Twitter. You got to follow Joe. He's sick in the head. I love him. Uh, (laughs) Do you think uh, Juzang is, uh, after that season that he just had as a sophomore, that he's ready for the NBA now? I think he is. I mean, on a big stage. I mean, he stepped up in the biggest games on the year and carried that team, not only in the playoff game, play-in game against Michigan State, but straight through uh, to almost the national championship game. I mean, he stepped up, had the game-tying shot. I think he leaves after this year. I think I think he proved he's NBA ready uh, moving on into 2021. So, uh, Timmy had 25 on, on Saturday night. Does he go over to 21 and a hook tonight in that title game? That's his average, right? And he almost didn't have it if the game didn't go to overtime. I, I can't bet against him because they're going to feed him down low. I would say he gets right there, 21 and a half, 22. I would lean to the over in this ball game, But I still like the totals for the Baylor players as well. Look for Teague as well in terms of the three-point uh, game tonight. I didn't look at it earlier, but I, I think he has an intricate part in terms of his game outside the arc tonight. 
That kid, uh, I, I always try to pronounce his name the best I can. Chop, blah, 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 blah. It's guarding Timmy. He's got his hands full tonight. Uh, he's going to have to do it. Jonathan Chop, blah, 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 is going to have to do a hell of a job against Timmy. And I mean physically bang him in the onions, in the face, in the shoulders, in the gut, step on his Achilles, kick him in the calf. Elbow him in the jaw. That's how you get him rattled. Because that guy doesn't get rattled. The only way to beat him, I think, is to knock him on his ass. Well, that's it. He's a big body, though. Number 23, as I like to call him, right? He's a big body, got some layups against Houston. He was throwing it around as well. So, again, if they let them play and they let Mitchell be aggressive, they let, you know, Baylor's uh, power forwards and centers be aggressive in this ballgame, they're going to be in this ballgame because that's their style. You can wear down Gonzaga. So if it's a game where we're going to call every ticky-tack foul, then Gonzaga could probably cover this number easy 10 12 points, but I'm hoping that it's a blue-collar game. The refs allow them to play, and that's where I think Baylor takes over. Defense wins championships, so I'm not backing down. I'll take Baylor in this ballgame, plus the four and a half. Also take them on the money line as well. What did you think of uh, the Hubert Davis hire in Chapel Hill? I like it. I mean, former player, big-time player, you know, former Dean Smith type of player, and, you know, he understands what's, what's needed in Chapel Hill. I like the, the move. I personally think he'll take this team to the next level. Roy Williams showed that he can only get them to a certain level over the last couple of years. I think Hubert Davis is a good coach, and I think he'll cultivate that talent for North Carolina in the upcoming season. Were you surprised that Oklahoma got Moser? No. I, I mean, again, I, the only thing that surprises me, right, is that, you know, he's a blue-collar coach. And, you know, after long Kruger, you know, you look at the Big 12 as being more of a finesse type of conference. But with Beard going over to Austin, I think it's a perfect fit for the Oklahoma Sooners. They're going to ground and pound half-court style, and that's where it carries you through to possible NBA, NCAA championships. All right, hey, Joe, we're on tonight on the bench at 10. If you want to call in during the game at, at halftime or something or in the second half while you're watching the game, be my guest. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for coming on Coast to Coast today, brother. Enjoy the game. At anytime, guys. Love the show, Scotty. Talk to you tonight. All right. All right, my man, Joe Lisi. Go for the two on Twitter. You can follow him. Uh, we'll come back. we got a few more things to talk about here on Coast to Coast. It's championship night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, I don't uh, like that scene down in Arlington with that uh, full stadium. That is just scary with this world we're living in right now. Pulisic has a hamstring injury. Uh, I'm starting to think this guy gets injured as much as uh, Kevin Durant. I mean, this Pulisic guy's injured the whole year. I mean, Constantly hurt. It's every year there's something else. He's got something that keeps him out six weeks, it seems, every year now. He's never going to turn into this, uh, you know, Pele, the way they're calling him, if he can never play. AC Milan and your boy Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, agreed to an extension. Your boy Zlatan, uh, former Royal second baseman Mark Grudzelanik under investigation for child abuse. That can't be good. One of Luke Gehrig's final bats sells at auction for seven hundred fifteen grand. A couple attempts sex while skydiving. And they forget to pull the parachute line, and they both crash landing, breaking all kinds of bones and everything else. I hope they enjoyed it. Anti-mask bar owner charged with hosting an illegal all-male strip show. Mafia said that Carver High and him were going to that the other night. Putin is voted Russia's sexiest man in a poll run by Putin, of course. (laughs) Women angry. Uh, apparently I got to stay out of their way at Burger King. A chick got all mad. It was taking too long for her burgers. So she started shooting a gun inside the delivery window. Uh, Charles Barkley calls out politicians for stoking racial tensions. Quote, they divide and conquer, end quote. That only took about five years for me to finally agree with Charles Barkley about something. A series of earthquakes rattle L.A. this morning at like 4.15 in the morning. They were going off one at a time, Carver High. Texas Governor Abbott will not throw out the first uh, pitch today because of the uh, situation down in Georgia with the All-Star game. Uh, No one cares, uh, Governor Abbott, about you or you throwing out a first pitch. In fact, no one cares about politicians anymore. Screw all of you. How does that sound? And finally, a major ketchup shortage around the world due to the pandemic. I just wanted to say, Carver High, ketchup is for girls. I agree. I don't like ketchup at all. <laughs> no ketchup for me. Title game tonight at 920. We're on the bench at 10 p.m. Eastern on Sports Good Radio Overnights. GTD is next. Have a great night. Enjoy the game. The only place to turn for expert sports gaming strategies and information. But we just call it The Edge. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.